Welcome to Swala Nyeti, the law podcast that pairs a layman and a lawyer to answer your legal questions of the day. Swala Nyeti is sponsored by the law firm of Kigwata and Company Advocates and is intended for educational purposes only. Welcome to episode 40 of Swala Nyeti. I am the lawyer, a.k.a. Wakili Harry Garanja. And I am the layman, Gashao Patrick. Hello, Gashao. Uh, Wakili, I'm happy to see you. I told you not this, and I see you in the morning, I, I believe. <laughs> Seeing as believing. <laughs> <laughs> now, actually, just out of curiosity. Yes. It was the first time I ever went to court. Mm-hmm. It was in Kibera Law Court. So what had you done? Not me. Okay. I had gone as a witness. Uh-huh. And I just remember people coming in through the left-hand side, I think. Yes. The judge was furiously mm. writing. What is the judge always writing? Furious. <laughs> 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 they never even look up. <laughs> Uh, probably you mean the magistrate but yes oh yeah the person at the top uh, yes yes mm-hmm. then if they call you or if you are called you go near the front mm-hmm. you bow mm-hmm. i think okay <laughs> <laughs> then you go to the left hand side and then they ask what religion you profess mm. then they give you a book mm-hmm. i would like to think it's the bible yes but <laughs> the number of hands that have <laughs> touched this the pitiful book mm. You cannot tell. Mm. It could be anything, in mm. fact. It could mm. be the dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> but that's as far well as I got. I was told <laughs> my kids not ready. Yeah. And either you didn't have a witness. I don't know what you didn't have. There was the witness. We didn't have somebody. Yeah. And we didn't even know when our case was next. We, are, we were walking out and reading on a board. Mm. Yeah. Well, mm. lots has changed since then. I mean, first of all, you know, since uh, COVID-19, you have very few physical hearings. We still mm. have a few, but uh, they're not as many. And okay. usually when they're being held, they're also not as crowded. Uh, yeah. And some courts do have sanitizers after ah, you have to. <laughs> no way. Not the one that went. <laughs> well, that was then, but now some of them do. Eh. So that if you have to swear... Uh, you know, take an uh, oath using the Bible. Wow. They will be able to sanitize the Bible uh, and your hands. The, the Holy Bible. Uh, your hands after. Okay, after but it's interesting. It looked like a market day that day. <laughs> and <laughs> I remember even I went to the wrong room first. If you don't read it pro- properly on the board, yeah, it was just hilarious. I said, hey. so eventually, did the person you are were you a prosecution witness or you a defense witness? Do I know? The person was being accused of having stolen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I used to run the parent account for a company. I see. You have to bring the statement and say, I'm the one who generated it because I own the ah. the primary. That's all. Okay. Yeah. Not, I was a very useless witness. All <laughs> I have to bring is a paper. <laughs> <laughs> it's very important because if anyone else produced that document, it's what we'd call hearsay. But anyway, oh. we'll, we'll talk more about that yeah. in a future episode. So but, for today, uh, yeah. what do we have on our plate? Can I prevent my company from doing something if I am a minority shareholder? That's what we have today. Mm-hmm. And this is the question. My late father was an, an astute businessman. And when he died, I inherited shares in a company he owned with six of his colleagues or friends. All of them are directors, but I am just a shareholder. The problem is I have come to discover that this buddies are just milking the company for their own benefit. They recently sold some company land at a huge discount and I hear that the person who sold they sold to gave them generous kickbacks but of course I was left out. Every time I bring these issues up during general meetings I uh, get voted against. I can't allow this to be my father's legacy. What can I do? Okay so let me see if I understand correctly. The gentleman I, I assume writing in says he is a minority shareholder mm-hmm. in a company where he is also, the only person who is just a shareholder, yeah. whereas everyone else are, is directors. Yes. And uh, there are a total of, is it six or seven? I think plus him. He owned with six 
of his colleagues. So there are five. Directors. Six of his colleagues. You mean there are seven? Oh, that's what it means. <laughs> yes. I inherited shares in a company he owned with six of his colleagues. Yes. So there was the father and oh. six of his colleagues. So there are seven in total. You are killing your math. And they owned this company equally. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> the issue, it seems, is that now he is in a position whereby they are taking actions which he is against. Yes. But because he is in the minority when it comes to any votes, he is always voted out or he's always voted against. Yes. And he wants to know if there's anything possible he can do. Unlucky guy. Because these are your father's friends. First, they think you're too young to say anything. Mm. Second, they meet those locals for old muses. Mm. Then they have a thermos. When you see a thermos on the table yeah. and whiskey. Yeah. Ah, they are just talking about mashaba. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, you are home. Mm. How will you know what they discuss in those bars? Sorry, in their locks. <laughs> so this guy is greatly disadvantaged. So I just, I'm, I'm here pitting him, to be honest. I think he should sell his shares. Okay, so before, you know, this uh, young man goes ahead and gives up and sells his shares, because he says he's quite keen on preserving the legacy of his father, mm-hmm. who was an initial shareholder <clears throat> in this company. Yeah. And his challenge seems to be that he is in the minority as a shareholder and he feels that there is no action he can take against the company. Yes. So maybe just to start and say that companies are regulated in Kenya, private and public companies are regulated, and there's an entire law that regulates these companies. Even private? Even private companies. Okay. And this law is actually called the company's law. So it is this company's law that might be able to give him the answer to preventing the company from doing something when he is a minority shareholder. Yeah. But before we get there, let's just point out that when you're a director of a company, you have certain duties towards the company and these duties are imposed by law. Okay. If you breach these duties, Mm -hmm. then they would constitute um, a civil wrong and it would be possible for there to be consequences against you. So we have to look at this situation whereby there's a claim that they are selling property and getting kickbacks. Yeah. That would go against one of the duties of directors, actually several duties, one which is that they have a fiduciary duty. Fiduciary. Yes, fiduciary duty, meaning that they are in a position of trust towards the welfare of the company. Uh Uh-huh. But they also have a duty to promote the success of the company. And of course, if the company is able to sell at a higher price, then the company succeeds and the shareholders get higher returns. Oh, yeah. So there's one option that even a shareholder could take action in civil court against these directors for breaching their fiduciary duty. But you notice in this case, his issue is not with the board of directors. His issue is during the general meetings where the other shareholders are the ones who are voting against him. So remember in a company, you have the officers who are the directors and they take care of the day-to-day management of the company and make decisions on the running of the company. And you have the shareholders who are the owners of the company or the members, we call them members of the company who own the company and who are the ones who will even appoint the directors. Yes. So in this situation, his issue seems to be with the shareholders or with these other six people in their capacity as shareholders. But also, these shareholders are still the directors. They seem to be the directors, according to what he has said. But like I'm saying, his issue is that even if he wanted to take an action, for example, say, 
these directors should be pursued in court. Yes. Because they have wronged the company. Remember, it is a company which is suffering. Yeah. So if they have wronged the company, then still the shareholders have to make that decision and he might be bringing up that resolution. Oh, yeah. And it is... Dead on arrival. It's DOA because all the rest yeah, have a majority shareholding yeah. and are able to vote him out. Yeah. So in this case, um, there still is an option because the Companies Act gives an opportunity mm-hmm. for minority shareholders to approach or to institute a legal action on behalf of the company. And this is what is called a derivative action. On behalf of... It's like the company is suing themselves. Well, it's not. Remember, the company is suing the people who, run who, it. who are causing the company not to do well. We have given life to the company. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Suing people. Yes, the company, of course, and its directors... The company and its, and its members are different people. Yeah, I, re- I remember that. You I, remember that. I'll come with a case... <laughs> when tomorrow maybe and then they, they keeps, so because they are different people yes. the company needs someone to sue on its behalf and normally uh-huh. the person who would sue on behalf of the company would be authorized by the company yeah. but in this case you're saying that authority is not present being because the same people who are acting against the best interests of the company are the, also the ones who would take this action Okay, loud and clear Akili. which leaves our friend here with the only option to to institute a derivative action, derivative action, which is where minority shareholders may sue on behalf of a company. To do this, though, mm. we uh, there there are some howevers. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I was just thinking here. Now, if I am a shareholder of Safaricom, <laughs> one share of a four mi- forty million billion. That yeah, was, billion. Uh, that, was, that was the nominal capital, right? Oh now it's, my. I know it's much higher. Yeah, we bought them at two hundred <laughs> per share. <laughs> no, two bob. You had to buy two hundred. You had to buy hundred shares, I think. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, this is me going to zoo on behalf of Safaricom. How do I do it? Yeah, let me know. Okay, so <laughs> in the <laughs> unlikely event that I succeed, that you want to institute a derivative action as a minority shareholder, yeah, there are only certain situations that you are entitled to do this. Mm-hmm. So one is that whatever actions that you are complaining against that yes. were taken against the company mm-hmm. or were taken by the other shareholders yeah, yeah. or directors yeah. were ultra vires, eh. which means... Is that Latin or, 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 or Italian? <laughs> <laughs> which means they were over and above what the articles of association provided. Of the company of that the company. Are, yeah, okay. okay or the memorandum of association. Yes. So they were acting beyond the powers that Granted they had. by those, associ- I mean, the, by the articles. Yes, and the memorandum of association. Wow, okay. I didn't know those things were important. They're very important. You know, we write there, and any other business <laughs> that, some, that time you have, you have registered a tour company, and now you are selling charcoal. <laughs> saying uh, it is covered under the articles of association. Well, right now, the new law is a bit different. Uh, before it was an exclusionary one. What does me- that mean? Meaning that only those things which you had written, you, you deal in, you should do. Yes, mm-hmm. and everything else was excluded. But now it's the opposite. Now, now uh, any other, unless you you specifically exclude it. Oh. Okay. So now it's a bit different. That being that the is case, number one. If 
whatever happened was over and above yes, what it's provided, then that's a right. The second thing is if there are personal rights that are about to be infringed. So these now go to, this could be like the shareholders' personal rights, maybe their right to receive a dividend mm-hmm. in the company. But this would be a personal right. Come on, you know that in COVID, no one is giving dividends. Well, okay, and, there's and actually no right to receive a dividend. Oh, <laughs> I, mean, I was about to. <laughs> maybe that is a wrong example. Okay, but okay. <laughs> 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 hey. yeah, but light but, bulb. But it could be the right to be called to a general meeting. But okay, they could call you and vote you out. Yes, but you have a right to be invited to a general meeting. That's a right. Mm. So the, if you are not receiving that you know, notice yeah. to attend, okay. then your rights would be infringed. And of course, the other one is if whatever it is that you're complaining about required uh, a special or extraordinary resolution and that resolution was not passed. If what I'm complaining about required a special resolution yes. and that resolution was not passed. Correct. Give me an example. So uh, an example of something which requires a special resolution is, for example, changing the name of the company. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when you talk about special resolution, it it refers to the number of people or the number of members who need to vote for this resolution. For the resolution to pass. Correct. Okay. So I've said that is one of the situations whereby yeah, you I can bring in a derivative action. That was the third one. Yeah. And the last one is is now like an omnibus. Okay? Eesh. So it, it is, that I, is that English? <laughs> yes, an omnibus means, you know, something which just takes in everything. Yeah. So in this case is essentially if where the interest of justice require that uh, the general rule be disregarded, then Eesh. you can take you can bring in a uh, d- you can bring up a uh, derivative action. Okay, explain that. That one I am lost. So in this case, you're simply saying that it has not been provided for specifically. Okay. But for justice to be done, yes, it should be allowed. Okay. So somebody stands in the AGM mm-hmm. and says, "We do not want to be given umbrellas anymore." It's a matter of justice. <laughs> it was not in the agenda. <laughs> we are tired of being given umbrellas every I have like twelve umbrellas for the twelve years I've come for AGMs. Yes. I have nothing else to show for it. We these umbrellas just by give us dividends. Remember what these derivative actions we're talking about are things which are happening in court. Oh. So we're not talking about something which is happening during the meeting. Oh. So the options that we're giving this minority shareholder are options that he can take up in court. So he has not been able to have his voice heard at, at the AGM. At the AGMs. So then and he now is looking for an option. So there you have it. If you, either of these four things that we have discussed, you feel that either of them is being infringed, do you have a case and you can go to court then? Uh, you're right, Geshaw, that the four things that you have spoken about would be the exceptions that would allow him to approach court as a minority shareholder under derivative action. Yes. But keep in mind that you need leave of the court to institute a derivative action suit. I need permission. You need permission of the court. So you must ask for that permission first, be granted that permission, 
And while asking for it, of course, you are showing these one of these four things have happened. Mm-hmm. Once you're granted the permission, then you can set up, the, you can start the derivative action and make the complaint about how the company is losing out through the actions of the other shareholders. So, Wakili, you are saying that if I prove these four things, then I'll just go to court and, and prove that Safaricom should have made me their CEO because I'm a shareholder. <laughs> and I think this one of this is it has happened in the in the appointment of the CEO. That's what you're saying. It's that simple. To help you understand derivative actions, yes. what I have said is that it's only a company that can bring an action to enforce a right or sue for a wrong done to that company. Yes. But if the shareholders wish to sue and they are in the minority, mm-hmm. then they can do that through a derivative suit. However, however, even if it falls within those four exceptions that we have spoken about, yes, you will still need the leave of the court mm-hmm. to institute this derivative suit. So I need permission first exactly. from the court. Correct. So let's put it in context. First, I have to go to court. Mm-hmm. Ask for permission yes. to sue on behalf Yes. Of a company. Yes. If, no, when they give me this permission, mm. what do I do? I come back again and say I have evidence that either of these four might have been violated. So usually you'll submit all these at the same time. Or when I'm asking for permission. Correct. Oh, then if, if when, when I'm granted permission, then what next? Are you saying I can do the derivative, derivative suit? What I'm saying is you will submit your application mm-hmm. for leave to file a derivative suit. Yes. And I'll I'll prove that. And you submit the actual suit. At the same time. Correct. Uh Uh-huh. And so I can get granted both. Possible. Yes. Then before I know it, I'm the CEO of Safaricom. (laughs) (laughs) Easy does it. Then in this case, dear listener, then you have it. Just you just need to, to apply to court. Or permission and for to prove that for either of these things in your case as a minority shareholder was violated. Well, Gashao, you are correct ninety five percent. Ninety nine. But <laughs> but remember the court may grant the leave or may not grant it, depending on whether you have shown that you fall under the exceptions to that general rule. Okay. There you have it. I have nothing more to add. The sky is the limit for me now. I didn't know I could do these things. Thank you very much, Wakili, for this episode of Swala Nyeti. See you tomorrow for the question, which I don't have now, which will do it for you tomorrow. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. You have been listening to Swala Nyeti. Special thanks to our layman, Gashal Patrick, and our lawyer, Harry Karanja. If you have a legal question that you want answered, send us a WhatsApp message on 7 or email us at admin at swalanyeti.org. You can find downloads to all our podcast episodes on our website, www.swalanyeti.org.